Chapter 17 of Stories from God's Holy Book by Josephine Looney. The Slipperfox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Maria Therese. Miracles. Today, said Joe, let us talk about miracles. I know what miracles are, proclaimed Bobby. They're wonderful things that saints do. I wish I could work a miracle sometime, said Patricia. I like to make myself fly. That would be fun. Well, you can't. Bobby told her, you're not a saint. Then I'll be a saint, Patricia declared. Ho, oh, came from Bobby. Saints are the best people in the world, my daddy says. You couldn't be a saint, could she, Joe? Yes, she could, Bobby, answered Joe, and so could you, so could anybody. Jesus told us we should all be saints. That means we should live so that God is always pleased with us. Most of us don't live that way because we think it is more fun to be naughty. That isn't true. Good people are always happier than bad people. But you are mistaken about one thing, Patricia. It is true that many saints work miracles, but they don't work them just for fun. Every miracle happens only because God lets it happen. He lets the saints do these wonderful things to help people and to get them to believe in Him. The most wonderful miracles of all were worked by Jesus. Tell us about them, said Bobby. Jesus worked his first miracle just at the time he went out to teach people. His blessed mother asked him to perform it. What happened was this. Jesus and Mary were invited to a wedding. It took place in the little village of Cana, not far from Nazareth, where they lived. The bridegroom was a poor man. He couldn't afford to buy much wine for the feast. Soon it was all gone. The bridegroom felt ashamed because there wasn't enough for everyone he had invited. The Blessed Mother saw this. She was very sorry for the bridegroom. She told Jesus about it because she knew he would find some way to help. Jesus asked those who were waiting on the table to fill some jars with water. Next he told them to pour out a cupful and take it to the chief waiter to taste. The chief waiter did not know it came out of the water jars. It tasted like the most delicious wine, he said to the bridegroom. Everybody else serves their best wine first, but you have kept your best wine until the end of the feast. That was a fine miracle, declared Patricia. Tell us another. Please, added Bobby. There were so many, said Joe, that it is hard to choose among them. Jesus cured blind people, deaf people, lame people. He even made dead people alive again. Were there any miracles about little girls like me? asked Patricia. There is a very beautiful one. This little girl was the daughter of a man named Jairus. She became very sick. Jairus had heard about Jesus. He came and begged him to cure his little daughter. Jesus went with Jairus. Before they got into the house, a servant came and told Jairus that the little girl had just died. But Jesus turned to Jairus and said, Don't be afraid. Just have faith. All will be well. Jairus believed him. Jesus went into the little girl's room. He looked down at her. He gently took her by the hand. He said, Little one, I say to you, arise. At once, Jairus's daughter came back to life. She sat up and looked around. Her parents went almost crazy with joy. So Jesus calmed them down. Your little girl is hungry, he said, smiling at them. You had better bring her something to eat. Both Bobby and Patricia were delighted with this story. Now I will tell you about a different sort of miracle, Joe went on. One day, Jesus and the twelve apostles rode across a large lake. They wanted to get away for a while and rest. 
but soon people heard that Jesus was there, and a crowd of more than five thousand gathered. All day long Jesus taught them. He cured those who were sick. When evening came, the apostles wanted to send the people home because they had no food all day. Why don't you feed them yourselves? asked Jesus. They said they had only five loaves and two fishes. Jesus took this food and blessed it. Then he told the apostles to give it to the people. Everyone in that great crowd had all they wanted to eat. Besides this, twelve baskets were filled with what was left over. Five loaves and two fishes fed all those people? Bobby cried. Wow, what a miracle! The people thought so too. They wanted to make Jesus king then and there. But I have already told you that Jesus wasn't that kind of king. He didn't want to rule in a palace. He wanted to rule in our hearts and souls. So now he just quietly slipped away. Tell us one more miracle, Joe, pleaded Patricia. Another time, Jesus and the apostles rode across the lake. At night, Jesus told the apostles to row back. He himself was going to stay there and pray. Jesus loved to talk with his father more than anything else. He wanted to stay where he wouldn't be interrupted. Very soon, the apostles were having a hard time on the lake. A high wind had come up. They struggled with the oars of their boat to keep it from sinking. Suddenly they saw a figure walking toward them on the top of the waves. They didn't know it was Jesus. They were frightened almost to death. Jesus called out to them, Don't be afraid, it is I. But in the darkness and the storm they couldn't see clearly, and they weren't sure. But Peter, the head of the apostles, thought he would find out. So he called back, Lord, if it is really you, tell me to come to you. Come, said Jesus. Peter jumped right over the side of the boat and began walking towards his dear master. Suddenly he realized he was walking on water. He began to be afraid. He forgot all about the power of Jesus. And as soon as he forgot, he began to sink down, down in the water. Lord, cried Peter, please save me. Jesus came up to Peter and took him by the hand. He raised him back to the top of the water. He led him to the boat. When they were safely in the boat, Jesus asked Peter why he had been afraid. Why did you doubt my power? He said. You see, it was just as easy for Jesus to let Peter walk on water as on land. He had made Peter and the water and the land. That was why he had let Peter begin to sink. He wanted to teach him that lesson. Then all the apostles knelt down and worshipped Jesus, saying, You are indeed the Son of God. Didn't everyone believe in Jesus after he worked his miracles? Bobby asked. Many of the people did, Joe replied, but most of their leaders were very angry at him. These leaders were called the chief priests. You know that Jesus was the Messiah whom all the Jewish race was waiting for, but the chief priests wanted the Messiah to be rich and powerful. They wanted him to lead them in battle against their enemies. They didn't want a Messiah who was gentle and poor. The chief priests said to each other, If we let him alone, everyone will believe in him. We must get rid of him. Why did God let them hate Jesus? Bobby wanted to know. Because every person has his own free will, Bobby, Joe answered. God lets us choose between doing right and doing wrong. When bad people chose to hate Jesus, God did not stop them. Besides, it was time for Jesus to open heaven for us. I have told you how. He was going to die for us, and he wanted to do this more than anything. I am sorry Jesus had to die, 
Patricia remarked thoughtfully, but I'm glad the gates of heaven got opened again. End of chapter 17